so many. Okay, what are the other tribes? There's the border tribe, there's the river tribe. Great, I'm bad at this. I was doing this last night. That's six tribes. That, that's bullshit. This is Felix Dragsdale through the Marvel Universe, where Felix drags me through the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Today we are talking about Black Panther, a movie where T'Challa becomes king after his father's death and meets his co cousin and like everybody takes off their shirts. Uh, Black Panther <laughs> came out in 2018. Uh, it's the 7th of 10. Let me check. No, the eighth. Eighth? Yeah. Yeah. It's the eighth Three, of ten. Four, five, six. It's the sixth. Sixth? Seventh is Avengers Infinity War. Eighth is Ant-Man and, and the Wasp. Ninth is Captain Marvel. And then the tenth is going to be an Avengers Endgame. Oh, I hate it. What? This era just needs to end. It's not going to be that long. I'm also looking forward to it because that means... That Da, 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 the end of this podcast. <laughs> there's just like, it doesn't make sense that there's like four movies in phase one and like six movies in phase two and then ten movies in phase three. That's not math. Okay. This film won some Oscars. Mm -hmm. It won Oscars for production design, costume design, best original score, and film editing. It lost some Oscars too. It lost Best Picture, Original Song, Sound Editing, and Sound mix Mixing. I was very excited to look this all up. Because they made a big push to they like... They did. And I don't know that I agree with a lot of these. You don't agree that it should have lost Sound Mixing? Or what? <laughs> no, I... Production design, I think, yes. Costume design was good, but I feel like there were other ones that were better. Um, oh, what should have won costume design? I don't remember. I can wait to look it up. Okay. But this this is something that I generally generally believe that gays are very good at. Um original score, I did like the the music. And then film editing, like you know, I feel like it it won because like a lot of the time the Oscars will give the Oscar to like the most something and not necessarily the best something. Like the like hyper dramatic movies always win like best performance, not necessarily because it's the best acting, but it's just like the most acting. Mm. And that's what I felt about like the film editing in this movie. There's just like a lot of editorial choices and like cuts and weird. Mm -hmm. and that, like a lot of it was yeah, cinematography there, too, like that weird upside down shot. <laughs> like, uh -huh. But that's true. Um, so costume nominations: The Ballad of Buster Scruggs. I never saw Black Panther. Oh, I saw that. The favorite. Mary Poppins Return. I did not see that. Mary Queen of Scots. Wow, there's a lot of Marys and old Englishness. Uh, Mary Queen of Scots was Scottish. Well, that makes sense, but they're all English, aren't they? <laughs> English <laughs> owned them, didn't they? No! <laughs> that was the whole point of Mary Queen of Scots. Did England never own Scotland? No. And then after Mary Queen of Scots, that's when they, they united to become the United Kingdom. It was never part of the Empire? The United Kingdom. Before that, though. You're going to test my, my European history? 
assume they owned all of Europe at one point. No. But anyway. Yeah, I definitely don't think it deserved Best Picture. Um, sound editing and sound mixing should have gone to A Quiet Place, which I believe won one of those things, but not both. Oh, okay. That movie had great sound. Because that was all about the sound. <laughs> um, so Felix, uh, what's the the most recent Marvel movie you watched? Mm, Captain Marvel. <laughs> Same here. <laughs> okay, so we have we seen Black Panther before. Yes. Right, did we see it together? Maybe. I feel like we did. But it was like one of those times when a bunch of us went together and it was assigned seating and then we didn't sit together. That's nope, a- I didn't go. Okay, then I didn't see it with you. Mm-hmm. I saw it with a bunch of other people that were in the theater, but not next to me. Yeah. Okay, how many times have you seen this movie before? <sighs> Three. Okay. That's not four. A... Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say three isn't that many, but four, four is like funny. I sure. saw it twice in theaters. Okay. So we're ready to talk about who's in this movie? Mm-hmm. They all have uh, funny names that are easy to forget. Mm-hmm. You must be the famous Pepper Potts. I am Loki. I am Groot. I am Iron Man. Agent Coulson. <gasps> so Felix, who's in this movie? Well, there's the royal family. Mm-hmm. Uh, T'Challa, which is Black Panther. Played by Chadwick Boseman. T'Chaka. Who's his dad, who's dead for most of the movie. Mm-hmm. All of the movie. <laughs> Well, there's the flashback. I suppose he's alive in that. Yeah, and then he visits the ancestral plane, and then he's Still a bad ghost then. <laughs> or uh, uh, ancestor. I don't know what you call it. Um, um, there's his mom, played by Angela Bassett. She has a name, but it's not imper- important. Do they ever say her name? I don't think so. There's his sister, Princess Shuri. Then there is his, um. His uncle, who is dead for all of the movie, except in flashbacks, Prince Njobu. Mm-hmm. Um, there is his cousin, Prince Njobu's son, played by Michael B. Jordan, mm-hmm. whose name is Njajaka? Yeah. Killmonger. We never see. Yeah, and Killmonger is like his nickname. Eric Killmonger, I want to say Steven. Sure. And then he has a girlfriend whose name is Linda, which I found on the internet. She's black, but like Linda is like the whitest name that I know. <laughs> True. Right? Uh, and then he has a girlfriend who's Nakia, who I am sure I'm going to call Nokia during this podcast. <laughs> I just call it Lupita Nyong'o because that's a better name. It is. And that's something I'm not going to call a phone. Also, there's a song by Drag Queen where they're just like saying random words. Oh, and, that sounds good. Um, is one of them Nokia? <laughs> no, one of them is Lupita Nyong'o. Oh. <laughs> and then someone else goes, delicious. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Um, fun fact. She's one of our, we should be keeping track of this because it's like insane, but we didn't. It's too late now, um, but I have no idea what you're talking about. We've referenced it a couple times, I think. Um, she's one of the people that's in both uh, the Marvel Cinematic Universe and Star Wars. 
Okay. I do not want to be drugged through Star Wars. There's just like a lot of overlap since Disney bought Star Wars of like no the actors. There's also a guy named Zuri who's like the shaman slash ceremony guy. He also went um undercover as a guy named James. So And Forrest Whitaker's African accent is terrible. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's very hard to do a fake accent of nothing. I suppose. You know? Yeah, they were all doing like kind of different vaguely African, but like his was bad. Well, it's also because like <laughs> they're doing a Wakandan accent and there is no Wakanda. And so they're just like, do an African accent. It's an entire continent. <laughs> Go for it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, In Wakanda, there are five tribes. Mm-hmm. I wrote them down because this is really confusing. Okay, there's a Jabari tribe. This is the reclusive mountain tribe. And they have their own prince whose name is Mbaku. 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 Is that not what I said? I said Mbaku. Oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> um, then there's also a border tribe. And Wakabi is part of that tribe who I'm going to probably call Wasabi at some point. Um, there's also a river tribe, a mining tribe, a merchant tribe, and a golden tribe. Never heard of that one. And if you were counting during that, that is definitely six tribes. Mm-hmm. Okay. There are also uh, a group of people, of women, called the Dora. They are like the crown's guard. Um, there's Okoyo? Okoye? Okoye, yeah. Okoye. She's like the main uh, main guard who gets to do all the fun stuff. Yeah, she's my favorite. She's like... Uh, in a relationship with mm, Wakabi. Mm-hmm. And then there's Ayo. Didn't know her name. Uh, she's head of security, so she gets to sit pace in line sometimes. Um, there are also some white people in this movie. <laughs> there is Everest, Everett Ross, CIA. Not to be confused with Colonel Mustache slash, what is his new title now? Uh General Mustache, I don't know. But he's now the Secretary of State? Secretary uh, of Defense? I don't remember that. So, His yeah. name's something Ross. Yep. Um, and he's the ma- the dad of the girlfriend from our first terrible movie, The Incredible Hulk. <laughs> but he's also in Civil War. And mm-hmm. Anyway, well, they have the same the, like, last the name, but they're not related. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, uh, they're easy to keep apart because one has a mustache and one doesn't, but it's they are not related. We decided that Stanley is bad at naming people. <laughs> That's true. Um, there is Director Thomas, who is director of the Museum of Great Britain, which I think is just a fake museum they made up. And then there is Ulysses Claw, which is spelled like Klaus or like German like instead of like the thing that cats have. <laughs> Played by Andy Circus. Um, there's also a Korean lady. She's not white exactly. Her name is Sophia. <laughs> she lives in Korea. And there's Stan Lee. Mm-hmm. He plays a gambler. Or he shows up as a gambler. So of these people <laughs> who takes off their shirt and keeps it off for like ever. Like everybody, uh huh. I think everyone takes their shirt off except the women. Uh huh. 
Wasn't that great? Um, yeah, uh, like, well, no, Ross doesn't take a shirt off for uh, Claw, but Claw has, like, a muscle shirt on, so his arms are visible. Uh-huh. And then um, T'Challa is shirtless quite a bit. Yeah. Um, Killmonger's, like, always shirtless. Well, you think that he's always shirtless, but he's wearing a shirt a lot of the he time. Is. I just only care about him when he's shirtless. Because <laughs> once he does take his shirt off, that's when he has all his little, like, scar things. Yeah. And that's quite a dramatic reveal. So during a lot of the movie, he is he is quite covered. And then M'Baku. 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 He's got, like, a... um. Cape was it? A, it wasn't a full cape, was it? Like a cape lit. Costumes are <laughs> your area of expertise. Yeah. Let me talk to you about geography. <laughs> uh, uh, Forrest Whitaker was like he was wearing like a toga type situation, so he was like mm-hmm. half shirtless. Mm-hmm. And then um, I don't know. I feel like a lot of other people are shirtless. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They don't have names yeah. that I can remember. Ready to talk about plot. Mm-hmm. Okay. The plot starts with the history of the Vibranium Meteorite and the five tribes of Wakanda. Mm-hmm. Okay. Felix, fill us in. Nope. Nope? <laughs> I literally... So the first time I saw the movie, I was late. So I was in the bathroom. And I knew I was going to have to see it again anyway. So I was like, not that concerned. I completely missed it. Then, the second time I saw it in theaters, we saw it at, like, a tiered, like, one of those fancy movie theaters that are, like, they have, like, the different, like, balcony seating, you know? Um, okay. And there's a woman on the, like, lower level. We were on the upper level, so we couldn't see what was happening. But she was, like, screaming for, like, ten minutes because someone was sitting in her assigned seat, even though there was plenty of open seats. <laughs> and she was, like, screaming at them. Like get out of the seat, and then it was like a big altercation, and like the um, uh, movie theater staff had to come in, and so I missed all of the narration <laughs> during that oh time my as well. Gosh. <laughs> but basically, what I remember <laughs> is there's a meteorite, and it crashed in Africa, which like which is made out of vibranium. Wouldn't it have been Pangea at that point if it was that far in history? No, Pangea is when, like, when there were dinosaurs. Yeah, the meteorites haven't hit the Earth while there were humans living on it. Yes, they hit them on the Earth all the time. Yeah, okay, but, like, not to be, like, enough to, like, create lasting and noticeable generational impacts in the ground. That would kill everyone in Africa. Oh my gosh. Okay, are we going to get in an argument about how big this meteorite was? It seemed pretty large. But yeah, that's kind of true. Okay. Like it lodged itself deep in the earth. Yeah, because like that, like that, when they show the mine and like, it's like a hollowed out mountain. Yeah. And that's really big. So yeah, I, it's almost like nothing survived that thing. But so it was, had this like special space metal that they never get into. It's vibranium. Beyond that. And for whatever reason, it's got like magical powers. And um, it imbued the, the country of Wakanda with this fancy metal, but also made these like special flowers grow. 
no sense. <laughs> um, and so everyone like fought about the medal, and all the tribes were like separate tribes, and they weren't one nation. But then somebody decided to eat the inside of one of the flowers, and that gave him superpowers. And then he became the first Black Panther and united all of the tribes except for the, the mountain tribe. Uh, maybe that's why there's six. Maybe they meant like the five of them are the like united tribes of Wakanda, but then the Jabari are like they don't count, but they're still like like they used to be, but like since they're not, they uh, don't participate in the union. I don't know. Like well, the story doesn't really that's like, my make explanation. much sense. <laughs> like it's like Vibrarian meteorite, warring tribes, then like some spiritual guide introduced this flower and made a great warrior who is the Black Panther who united the tribes and everybody's now happy. Basically. Yeah. And then that made their like vibranium also has like because I was technological. I was, yeah, because I was thinking maybe like the mining tribe was the new tribe because just because they didn't always mine it. Oh. And so then a sixth tribe developed for that. That specialty. would make sense too. But um, you know, like it's all nonsense. Well, and <laughs> Along... like, but also there wouldn't have been a border tribe because they weren't a country yet. Yeah. Or like, well, no, because they were referring to it as Wakanda. Uh huh. Yeah. As if the country existed. Yep. I don't know. Whatever. So it has like technological like powers also. So it, and we've already discussed like in Captain America how it just makes no sense based on physics, but uh, <laughs> it. It still makes no sense. <laughs> it, incre- it increases their uh, like technological advancements well past everyone else on earth so they have like a cloaking device that they like cut themselves off from the rest of the world and make everyone think that they're just like a oh, yeah, impoverished they, farming nation yeah they like hide their big go- golden city under like a mountain facade mm-hmm. and they have fancy jets that look like ufos mm-hmm. and they have bracelets that are actually communication devices that like show you holograms with pieces of sand of whoever you're talking to. Yep. And lots of other stuff like that and pieces of sand that like allow you to holographically control like planes and things. <laughs> yeah, cool. And and a medical technology that heal you and everything. It makes no sense. No, but this these movies are not about making sense. That's true. <laughs> so, so, so shall we travel to our next next location? Flashback. Yeah, flashback. Geography. We're in Oakland, California, in 1992. Ah, uh, they sent Prince Njobu. Mm-hmm. Is that what I said before? To the U.S. to spy on Americans. They recall him because his friend James, who is also a Wakandan spy, but Jabobu would. No, Joe <laughs> doesn't know it. Uh, tells on him that they are stockpiling. Is it vibranium? No, it's like some glowing stuff. I don't understand this either, Felix. Um, it is vibranium. It's vibranium. Why is it glowing? Because it glows. 
And it's also like in liquid form, it seems to be. I don't know. It just is. That's how you mine it. It makes no sense. <laughs> Maybe it's like like the molten form. You know, this is the stuff I didn't think about when I was watching the movie. <laughs> but this is supposed to be a metal, like the stuff that Captain America's shield is made out of. And now it's like something you have to like that glows and you have to keep in a container. And that makes no sense. Mm-hmm. Like it should be like metal bars. Well, because remember in. Because um, I thought it was supposed to be some sort of weapon like energy weapon. Like. No, it's just vibranium. It's just vibranium. Because remember in um yeah. my favorite movie, Avengers Age of Ultron. <laughs> When they're on Claw's ship, um, Ultron grabs one of those vials and it's glowing and it's vibrating. I do not remember that. But there was so much going on. and Why? 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 I don't know. Okay. Okay. So, vibranium doesn't make a lick of sense. Nope. Apparently, they're trying to use it as a weapon because um, I'm going to go with black people were oppressed in 1992 in America and they aren't anymore. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So he was like, it's basically the same plot of the rest of the movie where he's like upset because black people are being oppressed and Wakanda has the technology to free them. Um. And so he tries to smuggle out uh, vibranium. Ah, with the help of Claw. With the help of Claw. And so he tells him where it is. And then uh, somehow, oh, because what's his name? Because Forrest Whitaker is like his like best friend, but secretly a spy also. And he's spying on him. So he like tattles. Uh, snitches get stitches. And, <laughs> and then um, his brother comes, the king, Chichanka. Um, and he's like, why are you doing this? And then he like explains and his brother disagrees and he's like, you're under arrest. I also love that he refers to the, um, the Dora as, uh, there's, there's two, like, I want to call it Grace Kelly or Grace Jones, (laughs) two Grace Jones looking chicks. (laughs) (laughs) It's ridiculous, but a little true. Because she's popular at the time and bald. Yeah. Let them in because they won't go away. <laughs> T'Chaka ends up killing his brother, Ninjobu, in order to save Zuri slash James's life. Zuri and James are the same person. They just have a fake name for living in the United States because it would be weird if your name was Zuri in Oakland, right. California. So then we flash forward to modern day. Uh-huh. T'Chaka is dead, and T'Challa is expected to ascend to the throne because he's the oldest child, as says the TV news in English, and it describes Wakanda as a reclusive poor nation surrounded by mountains and rainforests, and they do not engage in outside trade. Also, that's what's, like, hilarious to me is, like, this idea that they're, like, a nation, like, first of all, why would a nation that's that poor and exclusively farming and doesn't participate in outside trade or politics um, have a representative at the, at the UN. UN? And why are they reporting on like their religious standing on like modern yeah. news stations? 
Yeah. <laughs> that was weird to me. Well, and because, like, his dad was, like, giving that speech at the UN when he died. Mm-hmm. And I was like. Yeah, this news report. Fuck? Doesn't doesn't jive <laughs> with, uh, with my <laughs> understanding of Wakanda, even though they want to, like, impart to me as the viewer that, like, the rest of the world knows Wakanda as yeah. not as advanced as, like, we as the audience does. Yeah, it. Yeah. I feel like they were just trying too hard. Yes. Like if if they were like, oh yeah, they're just like kind of a poor, you know, up and coming nation or whatever. Yeah. But like, <laughs> I don't know. That was ridiculous to me. Yep. Also, how do they like? I like. I know these movies make no sense, but like just the economics of it. Like, if they like, they would have to be able to grow and like produce all of their own goods if mm-hmm. they didn't trade. Yep. And, like, there are very few climates that can, like, grow all of their own food and, like, create their own clothes and economy without any outside trade. Yep. Like, I mean, if they're a really small country, I suppose, but, like... Well, it's... Yeah. Yeah. You get... You just get a bunch of food that tastes the same because you only have those, yeah. those like, three spices you can grow. And it's boring. Do you think they just like steal? Like they have their spies go out and like no, steal think, spices? I think that whoever that reporter is is dead wrong <laughs> about how they don't engage in outside trade. Well, it sounded like they didn't. Why? Like the way that T'Chaka or T'Challa like when like when they're talking about how they interact with the outside world. It sounds like they they don't do that. Like if it was just the vibranium and the technology that they didn't trade and tell uh-huh. people that existed, that would make sense. Yeah. But it sounded like they just like have zero contact with the outside world outside of like their spies. Yeah, it feels like no. But then that no, that doesn't make sense. Because on top of the UN thing, in Civil War, the whole reason that uh T'Chaka went to the UN to give that speech was because those like Wakandan aid relief or uh, delegates or whatever it was mm-hmm. died in the mm-hmm. hotel bombing. Yeah. So why were they there? Yeah. How could they afford some hotel rooms if they <laughs> didn't have any money? It makes no sense. Oh, does this fictional country make no sense to you? Yep. Yep. And that's funny because it makes no sense to me either. But anyway, so he's on a spaceship with uh nakia and she's flying Wait, by like no. meditating he, he's, he's on a spaceship with the the dora lady okay is that not nakia oh yeah no. they go to get nakia right it's because it's, she's uh, on a mission yeah where she's like saving some ladies from some child soldiers and regular soldiers or whatever in the rainforest and so he goes down as Black Panther and right. she goes down as a fierce warrior lady to to pull her out. Well, because she's like, he's like, I can go alone. She's like, you're going to freeze. He's like, I'm not going to freeze. And then he totally does because it's his ex-girlfriend. Okoye is ah. on The Walking Dead. Okay. Does she have hair? Yes. Dreadlocks and swords. Ah. And this, she has a spear. Yeah. She's really bad. And that she's also badass. I think there's a common theme. Mm-hmm. So then we're transported to...
London, England to find out well, <laughs> find up find out what's been going on with that kid. Um, Eric Stevens. <laughs> we missed the whole part where they find the Wakanda. That's not important. We totally <laughs> didn't. <laughs> okay. I, uh, it's not important. <laughs> so we're in England at the British Museum of British Art. This is not a British art. It's just a British things. I don't know what it is. It's a museum. There's sculptures. I guess it's art. But it's not a British art because then that would only have British artists. Well, it's a British Museum of Art then. Yes. Okay, good. Uh, <laughs> and uh, Eric is in there. He's looking real cute. Yeah, he's got like these like short little dreadlocks that he has in this like little ponytail on top of his head. Little hipster glasses. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he has like that director of like African art giving him a private tour for some reason. No, I think she was just like there doing something and he started asking her questions. Yeah, this was what was so weird to me. It's like are you an art like are you posing as an art student or a researcher <laughs> or like did you just like show up show up and like plan to run into like their director of art and start asking her questions because usually they are like doing office stuff mm-hmm. and like doing back room stuff and not like but he starts asking her questions about what all these things are and she's telling him and then he's like tells her that she's wrong about one of them and it's actually from Wakanda. And then she's like, I disagree. And then he's like, don't worry about it. I'm going to take it from you. And she gets all upset. But then he, like, gestures at her coffee and, like, says something about it. And then she oh, he says, <laughs> you have all this security, like, like museum security. Like, the guards who tell you, tell you you're too close and stuff. <laughs> like, and don't touch. But you, you have no security around what you put in your body. Mm-hmm. Meaning her coffee that she's been drinking. Which is like a thing at museums. Like, I don't understand why they would allow coffee in there. Because people are obsessed with coffee. It's like a sanctioned drug addiction. It is, but like most museums don't allow coffee. But they allow bottled water, which seems weird to me. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, so then she like falls over and dies. And and then then, uh, they call in the paramedics, but they're fake paramedics. And one of them is claw with like who doesn't have an arm did he lose the arm recently ultron chopped it off yeah see i don't remember that crap okay now he has this This is the best movie ever (laughs) he's got this fake arm with this alien gun in it i totally disagree with the ultron (laughs) the best movie ever just because you're in love with ultron doesn't mean it's the best movie ever you can see how boring it is by the fact that somebody got their arm chopped off, and I don't even remember that. Thing. They're on the boat, and nope. he gives them a bunch of money, nope. and don't then care. Um, Ultron's like, and then Ultron Eric- goes, keep your friends rich and your enemies rich, and wait to find out which is which, and then Claw goes, who used to say that? Tony Stark used to say that, and then Ultron has a temper tantrum because he doesn't like being compared to Tony, and he chops his arm off. I don't care. <laughs> now he has a fake arm with an alien gun inside because... the fake arm because alien tech is there because now we're phase three. Yes. What else would you like to know? So then they start shooting all the security guards and he lets one run away and then shoots him in the back because he says he wants the crime scene to look spread out so they look like amateurs. 
And then they steal the the vibranium axe. Yeah. It looks all rusty. This is another thing that I had a problem with. Like you just like then he like does something to vibrate it and like all the rust stuff falls away. But that doesn't really make sense. Because it's not real rust. It's just like dirt and grime because vibranium doesn't get rusty. Yeah. Okay. So that makes sense to me. But like why would it be on the piece at the museum if it was just dirt and grime? Okay. Vibranium's not real. It's so dumb. Makes no sense. Yeah, and then he also, then Eric also takes a mask thing just because he likes it, and then they go out to the paramedics' ambulance, mm-hmm. and then they meet the coffee barista who is Linda, the girlfriend, and he kisses her, and they're real cute. Mm-hmm. When we do uh, Felix Dragsdale through the X Men universe. Nope. Nope. Not only will we have to deal with vibranium, no, but no. adamantium. Like, okay. <laughs> which is also the strongest metal, which makes no sense. And its Just, liquid like, form okay. is like a whole thing. And No. Okay, wait. Is bo- Are both metals in the X-Men universe? Please say no. Yes. No. And... I can't deal with that. Okay. <laughs> and... So I, I've I've never been able to get like conclusive answers on which is actually stronger between the two. Um but adamantium is not um it has like some kind of superpower, but it's not as ridiculous as vibranium. But that's what um Wolverine's claws are made of. That I know. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> Something to look forward to. <gasps> You're blinking at me a lot. But that doesn't make it better. <laughs> uh, so then we flash back to Wakanda, and uh, it's the ceremony, and they're on this like weird like bluff next to, like a waterfall on this river. Oh yeah, like the most ridiculous like absurd <laughs> setup for a river to exist on ever. It's like it's it's a waterfall, but like. Not because there's like standing room and there's like balcony seating. Yeah. There's <laughs> like a mezzanine. Yeah. <laughs> but... the, kind of, the kind of thing you win an Oscar for production design for. Yeah. And so they're all like chanting and excited and then they have to like make him drink. They never say what he drinks, I don't think, nope, do they? It's just a drink just that like takes a drink. away the Black Panther ability. And it looks very painful and it makes uh-huh. his veins pop out. And then they ask, you all know, the tribes, if they're going to challenge and for the throne. The virgin tribe does not challenge. The river tribe does not challenge. And the mining tribe does not challenge. And any other member of royal blood wants to challenge. And then... M'Baku um, and the Jabari tribe shows up, chanting in, in, like football players. In their gorilla masks. Yes. And Mbaku insults them. He says their technology is overseen by a child, meaning Princess Shuri, mm-hmm. and ha- who has no respect for tradition, which is kind of true. She does not have tra- respect for tradition, but sometimes tradition is stupid. And she's a millennial, so like, who cares? She's smarter than everybody else anyway. <laughs> yeah. And sometimes tradition is really stupid. For example, like, this ridiculous ceremony where like <laughs> you have to like fight people for the throne and only like mm-hmm. people of royal blood can like yep. have that. 
yeah, it seems very weird that like the super technologically advanced race, not race, but like nationality is still using a monarchy. (laughs) And also, I take issue with the concept, as does the leader of the green tribe, the old woman. I don't remember what tribe she was, but I don't know. Um, when she's like later in the movie, they're in like the throne room. She's talking. He's talking to council, and she's like, "We don't need a Black Panther right now. We need a king." And I'm like, "Yeah, it doesn't make sense that the king would also be the Black Panther because it's very dangerous, and like that should be like a military position, uh-huh. and not the leader of the nation." Yeah. And it what like when T'Challa was T'Chaka was king, T'Challa was still Black Panther. Yep. Which made a lot more sense for like the prince to be because he's younger. Uh huh. So has, has those good knees. Shouldn't Shuri be Black Panther now or something? Or like a cousin <laughs> or something? Uh-huh. But anyway. So yeah. then they fight and they get shirtless and they get real wet. Yeah, they like fight in this pool uh, below a waterfall that's also above a waterfall. And you have to. It's, the end of the fight is either you yield to your opponent or you die. Mm-hmm. Also, you would not be able to fight there. Your feet would be like, first of all, very pruny, and second of all, <laughs> like jagged and like sliced up by the rocks. Uh huh. But you know, T'Challa wins, and then they celebrate. Um, and then he goes to the like underground flower room. Yeah, it's like a cave with a sandbox full of red sand and the heart-shaped herb that gives you the Black Panther powers. Mm-hmm. And, and he, he gets re-Black Panthered. Re-Black Panthered. He gets buried in the, the sand and gets to visit the ancestral plane where he talks to his dad. And uh, feeling all emotional about that. And then he wakes up and he's Black Panther again. Um, and then they go to the council, and they found out that Claw is going to Korea to sell the vibranium. Geography. South Korea. Yeah. <laughs> is that it? That's, that's it. I just <laughs> mentioned a place, though. I said geography. Oh, okay. They go to the lab to try out some tech. Well, no, first they have that conversation that oh. I just mentioned with I... the council. A place. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Um, and that's when you get to find out that um, uh, there's like dissent on the council based on like who thinks that they need to focus inward on the nation and who thinks that they should be actually going out into the world to do certain things. And the um, what's his name? Claw. No. The friend. Okay. The wasabi. Yes. That's all right. <laughs> well, Bobby. I don't remember. Anyway, he is like, you need to go kill him because he killed my parents. And then everyone else is like, we need the huh. king to stay here. And then Okoye is like, well, I'll go. And Black Panther's like, I'm going to go. And so they go to the lab. Yeah. To see Shuri and get some new technology. Yep. She's got new beads and new Black Panther suit. New shoes. New- that don't make sound when you run. They're called sneakers. <laughs> <laughs> Which, like, if vibranium doesn't conduct vibration, wouldn't all of their shoes be that? Only if you put metal. Wait, does vibranium not conduct vibration, or does it conduct all the vibration? 
No, it like doesn't like. I don't remember. Cause if it did, if it doesn't conduct any of the vibration, when Captain America threw his shield, it would hit something and, and fall down, fall straight down. That's why it's not good at physics. <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay. <laughs> but then also, the, it it's magic because she like weaves it into the suit and it allows it his suit to like retain kinetic energy uh-huh. and then oh, like yeah. explode yeah explode that kinetic energy back at another time it makes no sense oh yeah and he gets his new suit and they go to south korea oh yeah uh nakia is like they'll be in here and there's like a little market with this little asian woman by like a fruit stand and she's like Oh, yeah, and Nikia always wears green. Mm-hmm. And she tells them that she's the princess of... Where did she say she's the princess of? Some African country. Um, I don't know. Whatever. It's not really... Not obvious. super important. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so they go in, and they go through a little metal detector, and we had a big conversation about... Um, oh, yeah, we had a big conversation about metal detectors. Yeah, because they're all wearing substantial amounts of metal. Meaning gold. Does gold not set off metal detectors? Well, it's not. It's non-magnetic. And vibranium. And probably some other metals. But but then I was saying that there are... Metal detectors are calibrated to allow certain metal, amounts of metal in. Without going off, like how you wear your glasses through metal detectors and that doesn't go off, and how I wear my gla- my glasses and my underwear bras through metal detectors and they don't go off. Yeah, but they were wearing enormous pieces of metal. Okoye had a spear. <laughs> yeah, a spear that looks like the size of a pen. True. Well, you don't know how big my bras are. <laughs> So they go in, and it's this big fancy casino, because mm-hmm. every movie needs a casino scene now, apparently. And then um, CIA Ross is there. And he's like, what are you doing here? And he's like, I'm here to get Claw. And he's like, well, I'm here to buy the vibranium from Claw, so you can't have him. And he's like, we're taking Claw, so back off. And then Stanley is there gambling. Mm-hmm. And, oh, and the... CIA is going to exchange diamonds for for, for the vibranium. Mm-hmm. You find that out when they when they make the exchange. Oh, and Claw takes the vibranium out of his pants. Yes, he's got like a big vibranium bulge. But also, so I might be incorrect because I know that nobody knows how to mine vibranium except for the Wakandans. But I feel like they also said that nobody knows how to forge it right and that's why only captain america's shield is like the only like because it was just like that like flat sheet of metal and they're like why haven't you done anything with this and they're like because only wakanda people know how to forge vibranium and nobody knows how to do it and so like that like hunk of vibranium wouldn't really be worth much because you would have to leave it in its current state i don't remember that I think it's true. And I would have to go back into my metal mind <laughs> <laughs> to think about metal terms because there's, there's 
looks like called when you put it down on rocks and then when you like once it's pure then it's easier to work with generally speaking and I don't know I don't know what they were talking about and I don't know a metal term no but you'd have to melt it down to reshape it yeah but I don't think that's called forging it what are you talking about oh no that's forging (laughs) you're right well, if they said I'm very into um, metalworking. <laughs> Who knew? I know. <laughs> I watch a lot of videos on YouTube. I want my own forge so bad. Why? Because it's cool. Lots of things are cool. I like a smelter. I want to do like casting and like I need like a sanding okay. wheel and like a power hammer. Okay. I don't remember saying that they only that level contents are the only ones who know how to forge it. I feel like they I'm gonna look. Okay, you look that up. I'm gonna sit here and take a short little nap. Okay. We're about to get in some deep nerd nonsense lore. Oh no. Why you... Captain America's shield is vibranium metal alloy, not just vibranium. Uh when it's in its liquid form, it can be forged into many number of shapes. Uh uh, Makes sense. Uh, blah 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 blah. That did not answer my question. Whatever, I don't know, but I think I'm right. I generally think I'm right too. <laughs> um, and normally I would say that doesn't make a lick of sense, so it must not be true. But it's the MCU we're talking about, so who knows? <laughs> who knows? The important things about this thing are, number one, Klaus goes through the metal detector and just sets it off because he doesn't care to, like, walk around it. Two, he pulls the vibranium axe thing out of his pants. Number three, uh, somebody definitely shoots off the briefcase full of diamonds and diamonds spill out all over the floor. And number four, then they, they go on a road chase. Uh, pretty cool. Cool chase scene. The No. Dale disagrees. <laughs> I thought it was cool. Like, Okoye was on top of the car, and she, like, speared that guy, and then, like, uh, uh Shuri was, like, remote control driving the like, other car, and things were blown up. There were fireworks. Okay. Whatever. Yeah. So, they catch up to Claw, and he's gonna kill him, but he doesn't kill him because everyone's, like, filming him on their cell phones, because South Korea is has a lot of technology. That's true. They go to like a safe house somewhere? Yeah, are they still in South Korea? They're still in South Korea. It's like a CIA interrogation room, so it's something owned by the CIA. Right. And he's like interrogating him. Ross is. Yeah, they get they get an argument about who gets to go in and ask him questions first or if they go in together and Ross is like, I get to go first. But then they put like a bug on him so they can listen to what he's saying. Yeah. Um, he is very interested in where Claw's arm cannon came from. Which, like, isn't that obvious? He probably bought it from... Uh, Alien arms dealer? Yeah, what's his face? The, the vulture? The vulture. Then he's like, why do you think that they have vibranium? Wakanda's like a tiny little nation and you stole all their vibranium. And he's like, I did not steal all their vibranium. They have so much vibranium. 
It's woven into their <laughs> shoes and their weird costumes and like all the stuff. And he's like skeptical. So then he goes back out and uh Okoyu is looking at the security cameras with the CIA people in there. She's like, What's where is where's this truck? And she's like, Oh, that's out back and she's like, Oh, there's something going on. And she's right because it's really Eric Killmonger Stevens who's out there and they explode the back part of the wall and get Hua out out of there. In the meantime, uh, something happens. Uh, Yeah, no, it's not in the meantime. During this explosion, CIA agent Ross dies in front of No, Nakia? Yep. And uh, takes some shrapnel to like the back. Mm -hmm. And then... uh... Uh, T'Challa chases after them and tries to grab them, but he gets shot with a grenade launcher and like crashes into a wall. But then, like as he's recovering, he notices um a ring that's around Killmonger's neck that looks like, like his ring. Yeah, like a ring on a necklace. Yeah, which like even if you're a superhero, I don't believe that he's got like vision that could see the like fine details of a ring on someone's neck thirty feet away. <laughs> Uh-huh. <laughs> so that was dumb. Yeah. And, <laughs> and he's wearing the goat mask that he got from the museum during yeah. this whole thing, too. He runs back in and he's trying to make sure everyone's okay. And she's like, he's going to die. Yeah. And they're like, well, he won't die if we take him back to Wakanda to heal him. And they're like, we don't take people back to Wakanda. And he's like, well, I'm the king now, so we're going to take him back. So they, they do that. Do that. Um, um, and then we have a scene in a, I called it a prop playing graveyard mm-hmm. with Eric Killmonger and Linda and Claw. And he's like, sorry that it didn't work out the way we planned, but I'll make sure you guys get your money. And he's like, Killmonger is like, I'm not worried about the money. Uh, just drop me off in Wakanda on your way. And he's like, you don't want to go there. They'll kill you. Oh, he shows him that his brand. Oh, right. On his, on his body. And then he's like, I went to a lot of wars to get here, and why would you, like, leave me alone, or I'll kill a girlfriend, and then Killmonger just shoots Linda, and Claw runs away, and Eric catches up to him, and he's like, why do you want to go to Wakanda, and then he, like, pulls down his lower lip and shows him, like, that he has the, like, magic tattoo that all the Wakandans have inside their lip. (laughs) I don't know, like, I don't get this either, because it, because it, like, glows blue, like, probably vibranium. Like the liquid vibranium, mm-hmm. that doesn't make sense to be liquid vibranium. Because I was like, is this like, is this something somebody tattoos in there, or is it just something part of their genetics that I they, think have, they have like to a get glowing a tattoo? Thing? I imagine. Yeah, but then you'd have to like tattoo children on the <laughs> inside of their lips. Yeah. Tomorrow's <gasps> of it. Yeah. Ugh. That's like a thing, not children specifically, but like people do get those tattoos, which are stupid because they fade super quickly. It was like. I don't know, two or three years ago, it became like a really big trend. That's so, a terrible trend. Yeah, they look bad. And he's like, oh, you're Wakandan, ha ha ha. And then Killmonger shoots him. But it's off screen, so maybe he's not actually dead. But I imagine he is. Oh no, he is dead because he brings his body to Wakanda. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, so then he goes to the border and uh, what's his name? Uh, Wasabi, Wakabi, Wanabi, whatever his name is. Wasabi. <laughs> What's his actual name in the movie? <laughs> Damn it. You can make me look it up. Okay. I just have to scroll up. His name is Wakabi. Wakabi. Um, he is at the border because he's part of the border defense. 
tribe. Um, and he's like, who are you? And then he shows him his little tattoo. And then he opens up the body bag and shows that it's a claw. So they let him in. Yeah. And now it's time for a, a break. So, Dale, how much money did this movie make? Okay, so there are, like, a lot of people in this movie. Plus, they had to make that whole, like, waterfall set. Mm -hmm. So, I want to say a lot of money. But I also know that black people are probably less expensive than Tony Stark. Like, so many of them. So, I'm going to go with $225 million. Less. Okay, $225 million dollars yes okay and that for what excuse me for whatever reason is not um official because my box office mojo does not have the official production budget listed for some reason huh how much did it make i don't know that's a lot of money because a lot of black people went to see it like a lot of times mm-hmm. yeah like, I remember Steven telling me that he was too black to go see some other movie because he had to go see Black Panther too many times. <laughs> I I interpolated his reason. So, I want to go with a billion dollars. More. A billion point one two five. More. A billion point two five. More. A bill- I don't know. Just tell me. 1.34. So, how does this compare to the most popular Avengers movie thus far? Mm, so it Black Panther is the highest domestic grossing of the MCU at uh-huh. seven hundred million, but um, Avengers, the other one, the last one is like made a lot more worldwide. Oh, not a lot more, but I mean, we're talking about magnitudes of millions of dollars, so I suppose it is a lot more. <laughs> um, so yeah, fun facts about how much money this movie made. Uh, it's the number one um, in 2018 for opening weekend. It made $202 million. <laughs> um, and um, it's the number three highest grossing 3D movie. Um, it came out in 3D? Mm-hmm. That sounds terrible. It is uh, number three all-time domestic. Um, number nine all-time worldwide. Number one opening weekend in February. Number one winter opening weekend. Money, money, money. Must be funny. In the rich man's world. So back to the plot. Mm-hmm. We learn a bit about Eric Stevens, Eric Killmonger, Uncle James, Uncle whoever else, Uncle Njobu backstory. Oh, yes. Killmonger shows up and says, I'm your cousin, and that he wants to challenge him for the throne. Black Panther goes and talks to Uncle James and makes him tell him the secrets. And that's when we learn that what the like opening flashback cutscene makes it look like their dad like took his brother. He actually murdered him. Well, not murdered him, but executed. What? It's How about like government sanctioned? <laughs> <laughs> He's the king. 
<laughs> yeah, but it was killing him in defense. It wasn't. Yeah, it was because he was going to kill kill James. Oh, that's true. Uh, well, in any case, he gets murdered and he, he chooses not to take his son back to Wakanda. Uh, Which to me, like... Makes no sense. No, makes perfect sense to not take the kid. Why? Because he's lived all his life in America and he probably has a mom. But he knows he's Wakandan and is of royal blood. But you don't know that he knows he's Wakandan. He's got a blue tattoo in his lip. Yeah, but you didn't go down to the kid and be like, show me your lip. I'm a stranger. I mean, I'm sure he was aware. He's the king. He has spies. (laughs) I'm sure he knows about his nephew. Mostly he's he's American. I mean, yeah, but he's Wakandan. But he's never been to Wakanda. So? That's not how royalty works. He's both, but culturally he's American. And he's like a firstborn male heir. He's like prime property of Wakanda. (laughs) Okay, whatever. (laughs) Anyway, so he's butthurt about it. And so then they go back to um, Big Waterfall Arena. Mm Mm-hmm. And he challenges him, and they take the Black Panther powers away from T'Challa again, and they fight, and he loses, and he throws him off the waterfall. You went way too fast for that, because you should have been like, and then Michael B. Jordan takes off his shirt. I just picture him as being perpetually shirtless. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> so you didn't notice when he like actually took off his shirt. Yeah. And he's got all those little like scars. Yeah. Oh yeah, he says that he scars himself every time he kills someone, which seems ridiculous. It is ridiculous. And so yeah, he he beats T'Challa and he throws him off the waterfall and he's like, "I'm the king now." And he's being obnoxious. And then he's super obnoxious. And also like I also had a problem with this because, like, in whatever weird succession plan your country has with, like, he missed his chance two weeks ago or whenever. That was when the succession thing happened. Also. So he shouldn't have accepted that challenge. He should have been like, uh, you missed the ceremony, dude. Yeah. But also, like, again, this whole monarchy makes no sense because that's not how monarchy works. Like. It would make sense if they have some kind of like inner tribal agreement that every time there's a succession, the other tribes are allowed to contest it uh-huh. since like there was like a contentious beginning to the nation. Yeah. Uh, and they all still like maintain their own separate tribes or whatever. Those two are from the same family tribe. Yeah, but they, they do do that during the original one because they asked Shuri essentially if she wants to contest it. Too. Oh, they did? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. And she says, I want to get this corset off. <laughs> well, yeah. Anyway, that's Let's go. stupid. So he wins and he becomes king and um, Shuri and the queen and Koye and Nakia like run away. Uh, oh, no. She stays because she's like the head of the, the Dora. She, yeah. She, she's sworn to protect the, crown, yeah. the, the throne, whoever sits on it. So she's like, that's not part of my thing. Mm-hmm. But she's, like, not into it either. Yeah, she's like, I don't like the new king. But... So then they give Killmonger the herb to give him the Black Panther powers. He goes to, instead of, like, the ancestral plane, he goes back to, like, his apartment in um, Oakland. And yeah. his dad's ghost is there. Yeah. 
and then he like reverts to being a child (laughs) and they have this like emotional moment and then he wakes up and he's like freaking out and they're like you're okay my king and then he like chokes a woman and he's like burn all the flowers and they're like but we need them and he's like nope (laughs) we need them for the next king and he's like nope which them all and then he chokes her again makes no sense he's so stupid from like the perspective of like you want to be a dictator or whatever i can understand why you would want like no one else to have access to that yeah but then you just like put it on lockdown because his whole plan is to like liberate the world and all the african americans and people across the country under the rule of wakanda Uh and i'm like you're not gonna live forever so in order to like continue your succession you'd need to be able to give the black panther powers to whoever takes over for you yeah otherwise it would all just crumble yeah but then it's not really based on the black panther powers anymore it's based on their technological advancement but like and as part of like they just destabilize the nation but if they um they don't need to destabilize the nation because he's the king (laughs) he's destabilizing himself yeah, but so that they can't do whatever they would do to replace him normally. Like, he's going to die eventually. Yeah. But then he doesn't really care about that. And in this world, we have, like, other people with superpowers also. Like, the Avengers could just come, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, so they start burning everything, but Nakia, like, sneaks down there and she steals one. She steals one what? Flower heart uh-huh this is like the, she doesn't steal the whole flower she steals the inside of the flower which is what they like crush up to turn into the black panther juice this is what i had such a problem with because <laughs> i was like if you know it's gonna be burned like because you heard that don't steal just the fruit that you need to like do your next thing with like dig one up yeah so that you have the whole thing and you can replant it uh-huh so dumb. <sighs> yeah. You heard that out from your little corners, Miss Spy, and you didn't <laughs> do that. Um, so then uh, she takes it, and um, the queen and Shuri and Nakia like, head over to the Jabari. Uh, well, no, first she tries to give it to Okoye, and she's like, I can't take that. Like, I have to lead the, um, the country because mm-hmm. our king is a psycho. And... Yep. Um, so she takes it to Jabari and they're going to try to offer it to Baku. But then he like rejects them. Oh, they also take um, Martin Freeman. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I forgot he was there. They, they, they healed him. They took him. And then uh, he's like, I'm not going to take it. I'm not going to help you guys fight in your little war against whatever because you guys ostracize us. And then he's like, but come with me. And then he takes them to T'Challa, who's not dead, which makes no sense. Uh-huh. Because he fell off of a waterfall mountain. <laughs> There's so much here that doesn't make sense. It's like, it was found by one of our fishermen, you know, like, at, at our borders, you know, high up in the mountains, because that's where we are. And he fell off that waterfall. That's how gravity works. And then also, he's being kept alive but in a coma because they buried him in snow uh-huh. which also makes no sense yeah uh, because 
if anything, slowing down your heart rate in a cold would kill you faster. Yeah, like that only works for like children. There's this weird like mammal effect for children. They can generally survive longer in hypothermia than adults can. Weird. Uh huh. It is weird. So yeah, they crush up the herb and they do the little chant and they give him back the Black Panther and then he goes back to the ancestral plane and he like yells at his dad and he's like, "Why didn't you bring him back here?" He was our, my cousin and whatever. He's your nephew. And now he's a murderer because you left him mm-hmm. impoverished. And um, he's like, this is wrong. And like the way that we treat the rest of the world is wrong. And we have all this technology and we should be providing foreign aid. And so then uh, he leaves. Or he leaves. <laughs> he comes back to life. I don't know. Leaves <laughs> the ancestral plane because he's not dead. <laughs> and um, then we cut back to um, throne room, and Killmonger is telling everyone that what they're going to do is start sending like crates of weapons to all these different spies from Wakanda in different nations, um, specifically Hong Kong. London and New York. <laughs> Geography. Because it's always Hong Kong, London, and New York with these movies. Maybe Stanley really likes those places. <laughs> Maybe he's always vacationing in Hong Kong. I, I don't know. I think it's because they're the three places in the world with the highest like movie going population. <laughs> well, and LA, but Yeah. So we're in this movie, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go see it. They're like loading up all the spaceships. They go back and Shuri's like, we're gonna go back to my lab and try to like stop them. And like Martin Freeman's gonna fly some ships to like take down the spaceships. And then you have to go after Killmonger and fight him. So they're all fighting. Big, huge fight scene. There's some rhinoceroses. Um, uh-huh. m- my least favorite part of the movie, which we usually talk about later, but we might as well just get into it now. Okay. It's right now. Um, their country, or at least like the high up levels of like their military, <laughs> completely devolves into a civil war <laughs> over the course of like thirty minutes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like the entire like border tribe and like general army is on Killmonger's side for no apparent reason. Maybe so, only because like it's the border tribe is on Killmonger's side. Um, because wasabi. wasabi is, and then. Uh, the Dora, which are like the King's Guard, are on T'Challa's side because Okoye is, I guess. Mm-hmm. But they're married, which also makes no sense to me because I'm like, if there's any like two people that wouldn't have such like vastly stark different opinions on the situation, it would be the married couple. Uh-huh. <laughs> so that was bonkers. And they all start fighting each other. And then, like, it doesn't make any sense because, like, technically, he's right. Like, Black Panther didn't die, so the challenge is technically not over. But, like, he's like, I'm not doing that anymore. I'm the king now. And, like, they're all so, like, like have such boners for their tradition. But everyone just kind of throws it out the window. Yep. It made no sense. Nope. So, yeah, they're all fighting. The rhinoceros has come out. Black Panther... Like fights uh Killmonger and they're both in their Black Panther suits and they fall down a well into the caves where the vibranium is mined. Oh yeah. 
And then there's this like whole like light rail system. <laughs> like... Oh yeah, because like for some reason the vibranium's unstable at certain speeds. Oh right, and so like which doesn't make sense. They transport it at those high speeds, but, but they, they have like have some some weird thing magnet light activates it. Yeah, their suits get deactivated when the trains go by. Mm-hmm. Um, they're fighting down there, and then. Uh, T'Challa does this like fancy little flip move where he like kicks the spear blade out of his hand and like stabs him in the back while his back of his suit or in the chest while his suit is deactivated for a little bit and he like starts dying and he's like we can take you back to the lab and heal you and he's like I don't want to be held in captivity in one of your prisons like just take me up to watch the sunset and let me die. Wakanda sunsets are the most beautiful in the world, mm-hmm. and then they do that. And then he dies, and um, T'Challa is back in the market, which we talked about. Exclusively sells baskets. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this this is the resolution. Yeah, they're back in the marketplace, which exclusively <laughs> sells baguette, baskets and is and is just dirt, like dirt flooring. There's no pavement. Yep. And it's uh, not like wide streets. It's no. just like an African market. And <laughs> like he's like he flirting say. with Nakia. Yeah. And he wants her to stay, but she wants to be a spy and do her outreach, which like. I was so confused by that. Like, even in the beginning of the movie, when he first picks her up on her spy mission, it's like she's like on like a basically like UN type outreach mission, but as a spy. Well, like, yeah, it's like a it's like a rescue mission where she's undercover, basically. Yeah. Like that. Um, and so he's like, I figured out a way where you could stay and do your outreach, and so he goes to Oakland with. I always I keep wanting to say Auckland. That's in Australia, New Zealand. Uh, 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 with um, Shuri, and he, she's like, "Why did you take me here?" And he's like, "Cause I bought all these buildings. Cause this is where our cousin lived in poverty, and we're gonna open up a technology and resource center for." international relations yeah basically oh also they kiss no nikia not sure <laughs> no yeah <laughs> <laughs> then everybody kisses mm-hmm. yeah all that stuff okay after credit scene yes you think you're the only superhero in the world you're here with a mission sir well i guess that's worth enough you know and thank you by the way for listening rose Okay, so the first after credit scene is T'Challa addresses the United Nations and says he is going to share the knowledge with the rest of the world. And then somebody in the back says, you're a nation of, of farmers. What knowledge do you have to share with the world? Um, and then the second after credit scene is some kids poking Bucky Barnes, who's in a tent <laughs> next to a river. And then he comes out of the tent and he talks to... Uh, Sure. Sure. And he doesn't have an arm. I forgot that part. Apparently, I don't pay attention to arms. <laughs> <laughs> but of course, he doesn't have an arm. Why would people have arms? They took off his metal arm. So, Dale. Yes, Felix. 
<laughs> How many Batmans versus Supermans do you get in this movie? You were never a god. You were never even a man. Kill Martha! Okay, so... When I first saw this movie, I liked it. But when we talked about it, it started making less and less <laughs> sense. Which is a trend for these movies. Yeah. Like, yeah. But I did like that there were competent women, mm -hmm. multiple competent women, because Nakia was competent, Shuri was competent, and Okoyo was competent. Mm -hmm. And even though I can't pronounce any of their names, <laughs> they were all very competent in their respective areas. Vibramium doesn't make a lick of sense, so I think this deserves like eight. Okay. All right. Felix, what did we learn? I didn't. We learned that uh, the monarchical structure of Wakanda makes no sense. Oh my gosh. Everything about Wakanda that makes no sense. Also. Do they have representatives at the United... Are there any countries in the United Nations that have monarchies? That are just monarchies rather than constitutional monarchies yeah. like uh, the United Kingdom? I do not know this. Like, I imagine the queen doesn't go to the UN like no. prime minister would, right? Okay. Let's take a look. Yes. There is at least one. Oh. Two. No, there's two. Hold on. Oman. Qatar. And Saudi Arabia. United Arab Emirates. And Vatican City. Wait, what? What? Vatican City is part of the United Nations? This is member states and observers. So I'm not, not, they're not, they don't have that much power, I'm assuming. Does the Pope go? Brunei? Assuming people also assign representatives. Well, um, like I don't think they have government team. outside of like the Catholic Church. Yeah. So would it be like a cardinal? Yeah. <laughs> oh, Swaziland is what that is. Mm -hmm. Interesting. All okay. right. Well, what else did we learn? Um, Nothing about vibranium because it still oh makes no sense. Americans really love Black Panther. Mm -hmm. We learned that... Um, if you abandon your nephew, he might come back to your country and want to kill you. Yeah. And the, like, sabotage things. We learned that, that if you abandon your people worldwide when you have a lot of power to do something about it, people are definitely going to disagree with that policy. Mm -hmm. And you should probably take some sort of middle road rather than just insulating yourself. I was also a little confused by Killmonger's whole, like, we are one Africa, like, mentality. Like, every, like Africa has so many countries. <laughs> and, like, especially if you're, like, African-American or British. Okay. Um, <laughs> like, it, just, it seemed like a weird line to draw. Yeah, and it seemed like a very, like, you know, a very straight line from, like, we were oppressed, so now we're going to like essentially become the oppressors, mm -hmm. and that's the opposite of what you want to do. Even though, in the moment, you really want to do that because you're very angry. Yeah, and like, 
it seems like shitty, but also I totally get where like the like old guard Wakandans are coming from, where like they know that they're technologically superior to every other nation and they don't have to deal with international politics. Like yeah. <laughs> that sounds great. Yeah. Yeah, it kind of does. Like no one's ever gonna challenge them because they don't think that they're a threat. Yep. And if anyone ever tried, they would be able to defend themselves. Yep. <laughs> so. yep. It's it's very it's a very nice position to be in, like secretly like secretly rich. Yeah. Like, like nobody wants to steal from you. <laughs> but like if something bad happened to you, you'd still be in a pretty good position. Yeah. I I understand that as well. But again, their economy makes no sense because currency only matters based on how it's perceived on the international scale. Yep. Yep. Okay. (laughs) So we learned that this makes no sense, but like it was a really refreshing movie just to see like some, some technical, like very technologically advanced Africans. Yeah. Um, not to say that like Africans aren't technologically advanced. Um, but, like, in the way that we get to see, like, Tony whole start <laughs> yeah. be technologically advanced. Like, it's kind of nice to see, like, a comparison. Mm-hmm. Okay. What was your favorite part? Um, I just like the Koye. She's cool. Uh-huh. I feel like when she gets all angry about her wig and then throws it in his <laughs> <her> face. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> okay, what didn't you like? That weird civil war part. Uh-huh. Um I don't know. I felt like it was like nice to see like the general idea of the message behind the movie uh-huh. and like Killmonger's whole thing, but like I wish it had been more nuanced. But like that's also a lot to ask from a Marvel movie. <laughs> yeah. I liked Princess Suri. Mm-hmm. And her like little stuff <laughs> that she got, she got to be like maybe nineteen years old and like have all the coolest stuff. Mm-hmm. The part I didn't like about this movie was the secession, yeah, system for this like weird mon- monarchy where it's just like, and then we will have some men fight each other <laughs> on this waterfall. If they're really that advanced, they would have a democracy. <laughs> Uh-huh. Like it just that that part seems like crazy to me. <laughs> like it's clearly only going to go to the men because the men are the only ones who are gonna be able to like yeah. fight each other. Only to royal royal blood and like the ability to like physically defeat an opponent doesn't have anything to do with your ability to lead. No. And also especially because as soon as you become king, you're going to be Given fancy magic powers. <laughs> magic powers. Yeah. Uh, so like it completely throws that scale out of the window. Yeah. Yeah, that was dumb. So, Dale, our next movie is Avengers Infinity War Part One, which is no longer called that because they changed part two's title. <laughs> this is the end game. <laughs> but okay. have you seen this movie? I have not. What do you think is gonna happen? From um, Thor Ragnarok, the funny one, I know that there is going to be a giant spaceship. Mm-hmm. And so the Earth is going to be attacked by some space-faring race. Okay. And because 
I just saw Captain Marvel, I would go ahead and guess it's the Kree, but that doesn't really make sense with this whole Thanos thing. But Thanos is definitely in it, so let's not go with Kree. I'm going to go with Thanos hired the Kree to attack Earth to get some Infinity Stones for his fancy hand gauntlet. Mm. And then there's a big twist. And the big twist is now Black Widow has blonde hair. (laughs) You're right. (laughs) Yay. So when we talk about that big twist about uh, hair and makeup, you can hear about it on our podcast. Okay, Felix, we're at an hour and 45 minutes. Nice. No, not nice. Now I have to edit that part.